0: What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning into The Way in the Light. This is your host, Kalia Imani. I hope you are having an amazing day, a blessed day. Now let's jump into today's episode. So in today's episode, I'm actually going to be doing or talking about something that I actually spoke about at a FCA, um, at a high school that I recently just spoke at. So I wanted to just come on here with you guys and share exactly what I told the students. Um, if you guys don't know, I do actually speak at FCA's here and there, and I love it so much. Um, but today's episode, as you guys can see by the title, it's called Track Star, um, and I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of like context of exactly where I got this name or just this title from um so track star i was actually at the park a couple of weeks ago i had went to the park to go running and then i had brought my picnic blanket to sit on the field to just um to do my bible study and spend my quiet time with the lord because the weather was nice y'all if you live in georgia you know that the weather is bipolar okay because it's supposed to be springtime but some days it hits the 20s and the 30s and then the rain is crazy but in this particular day, the weather was super nice. And I was like, you know what, let me just go outside, be active, but also reset my soul. So I was at the park. And then when I was sitting down and doing my Bible study, I looked up and I witnessed this mom and her son, they just came over from the playground. And he was asking her, can I go run on the track? And she said, yes, of course. So he was running around the track and from the beginning, he, she started like from the beginning when he started running, um, the whole entire time she was cheering him on. She was saying, keep going. You got this. Don't give up. You can do it. Um, and then towards the end, when he was about to reach where he started, his mom told him, she said, run straight into my arms. And he ran straight into her arms. And she hugged him. She kissed him on the forehead and said, I love you track star. And me to be able to like witness this literally all happen this day. I mean, I was amazed. I was excited. um, But most importantly, I thought that was just so beautiful. And I said, that's exactly what I need to speak about. So Today, like, I wanted to be so real with y'all and tell you guys about me. If you've been here for a little bit, uh, for a while, or um, you know a little bit of my story, um, you know some of the things that I've struggled with or I dealt with and everything. Um, And if you're new here, welcome. My name is Kalia Amani, and um, I just wanted to kind of go in depth of some of my biggest part of my testimony, Um, not my biggest, but a, a major, a major part of my testimony Um, I've dealt with depression for some years and it, it all started when I was in middle school. That's where a lot of it started. I was bullied for my size and my weight to the point that it pushed me into depression, um, and suicidal thoughts. I did self-harm, um, and I regretted it immediately, but because I wanted to, it was, it was because I wanted to feel something. I mean, I felt numb to emotion. I, I was kind of tired and, I resorted to that so that I could feel something or I turned to that because I thought, you know, this could bring me pleasure or whatever it may be. Um, But I dealt with it all the way up until high school and I felt alone, not seen by my peers, by my family. And it wasn't until my junior year of high school where one of my friends at the time asked me if God truly loved me, how come he would let me go through this. If he really loved me, I wouldn't be going through this. And, you know, in high school, I grew up, I grew up in a Christian household. Um, That's a lot of people's stories when it comes to their testimony. And you grew up in a Christian household and that was my, that was part of my story. Um, So I I knew about God and I identified myself as a Christian, but I was lukewarm. I didn't have a personal relationship with the Lord. And so when she came to me, um, And side note, I was the mom and the advice giver of the friend group of everybody just knew me like they would come to me for advice for just all throughout grade school. Um, But in this particular moment, I was just wondering in my head, like, why is she coming to me about this? Um, Especially asking me about God. And I guess it's because I did identify myself as a Christian or she could have just felt super comfortable to tell me this. But um, that's neither here nor there. Later that night, I don't even remember to this day, like, exactly what she said to me. I mean, what I said to her. Um, But later that night, she actually texted me and said, I felt God's presence, but through you. And I was completely taken back by this. I was like, What? Like, what in the world? Like, I don't, you know, I was like, What does this mean? Like, I've never heard this before. And I grew up, and my cousins would tell me, Oh, Khalid's gonna be bad. Like, all this. She's gonna be doing this. She's gonna do what she wants. Like, I've never heard somebody say, I felt God's presence through you. And that took me back so much to the point where I even, I, I prayed that night and I said, okay, God, like, what does this mean? What is my purpose? And he, it was crazy. I didn't get a response that night, but it was literally the next day in that same class at the same time where I was talking to her and I got a message a notification on my phone and it said you are about to become the woman that God has created you to be And I was like what like I literally remember me texting my mom like a full-blown paragraph of everything that happened And I was like, oh my gosh, um But I was so excited that that was a confirmation for me Because for a while and so many times I, I I was angry at God I uh I resented him because I was like, why am I going through what I'm going through? Why am I suicidal? Why am I hating myself? And I for a long time, I didn't like I was angry with God um, and I thought that God. Used me and was treating me as a charity case that no one truly acknowledged and. Um, and that's what it felt like with when it came to me and God and a lot of the things didn't make sense to me. And so I prayed that night. And then when I got that message on my phone the other day, I mean, the next day it, it blew me away. And it was, it was amazing to just experience that, you know, cause I wasn't expecting that to happen. Um, I just kind of prayed and just left it alone. But it, that wasn't the moment that wasn't the turning moment for me when it was um me giving my life to Christ that was not the, like the breaking moment that was just one of the exciting moments that today to this day and for the rest of my life I'll be able to share um with anybody but it was a couple of more days and I think I was crying so hard I was bawling myself out bawling my eyes out in my room um and I remember just getting down on my knees and saying, Lord, I don't know what else to do. I've tried everything. I've tried finding happiness in relationships and friendships and doing things of this world. And nothing is really satisfying me. Nothing is bringing me to joy. And I was like, God, I've tried everything and nothing lasts. And I was like, God, I don't know. I don't know how. To do it, I don't know how to trust you, but God, I give you a chance. And from that moment, that's when my life started to really shift. Was when I invited God into my heart, Lord, come into my heart, and that's when my life really started to take a shift, take take a turn, and started to change for the better. Um, I wanted to go to the Air Force. Actually, um, I wanted to become a midwife. I wanted to deliver babies because. I have a nurturing spirit and I just I love babies and kids and everything. So I wanted to go into the medical field and become a midwife. But my junior year of high school was when it was brought to my knowledge where God really truly needed me. Um, You know, like I told you guys, I was always the mom, the advice giver of the friend groups. And actually growing up, I was so embarrassed of my voice. Like I hated it. I feel like I felt like my whole life, like I sounded like a little kid and it didn't matter like how old I got or um, what age I was. I literally felt like I always sounded like a little kid and I, I did not like that because in my mind, people didn't take me seriously. My family didn't take me seriously, like friends and peers, they didn't take me seriously and I thought it was because of my voice and so I started to become so embarrassed and insecure about my voice and so... But I didn't know that's exactly what God wanted to use was my voice. He wanted to use my voice to help motivate and encourage others with their journey with Christ. And literally, as you guys can tell, like I'm I have a podcast like where I do nothing but just talk, you know, and I like to this day, I would have never I would have never imagined like if you would have told high school or middle school, Kalia, like, you would be having a podcast. You would be like, what? Like, no, for real. Like, I I don't know. I was always insecure about my voice, but here I am, <laughs> literally an influencer, have a podcast, I'm speaking, and God is using my voice to encourage and motivate others, and it's it's so exciting. Um, But this walk has not been perfect, and one thing that I've told you guys, if you've been on my podcast, if you've been a listener, that I – like to be transparent and authentic when it comes to motivating and encouraging. And that's exactly why God has brought me through what I've been through because I am able to come and help ministries and, and speak and all of this because I've experienced it. So I'm not going to ever get on any platform and like portray an image that like that's fake. Like my faith isn't fake. And so like I want you guys to know that this isn't my my walk in this journey hasn't been perfect and it still is not perfect to this day. There are still things that God is molding me and mending me and breaking me and teaching me and helping me understand. Um, so this isn't that at all. Um, but through this whole process, God has never left my side and he was always letting me know that I was his track star, encouraging the only way. And there was so many, so many areas where God had showed up in those suicidal moments where um, he's shown up in conversations like he has never left. And I can look back now um, on my story and just say God was in it. God is so strategic, and he was in it every step of the way, and He he's never left me. He's never moved. He never shifted. He was just encouraging me, pushing me, like, convicting me. I was being convicted when I didn't even know what conviction was, and that's exactly what God was doing because it brought me to this moment today being a woman of God, being a woman of faith and leaning on him and growing my faith and having crazy faith and having a true and authentic relationship with God, with Jesus Christ. Um, and I'm not sure exactly what your story is or what you may be dealing with in this season of your life. Um, there is probably someone listening on this podcast or you may know someone in your circle or your family that is dealing with depression, anxiety, or some form of mental health issue. And you're wondering, or they're wondering, how in the world am I going to get through this? And I've been there. I've been through the numbness. I've been through the, the moments in life where I was literally questioning, how am I going to crawl my way out of this hole? Like it seems like a never ending tunnel um, of depression and sadness and anger and hurt and unforgiveness and turmoil. And so many points in my life where I thought that I would never make it. Um, But I want you to know and I want you to believe because I believe it because I've seen it with my own eyes and my own life that it's through the trials and tribulations in life that you have the strongest story. Like if I did not go through everything that I went through and still going through what I'm going through, I would, I wouldn't have a testimony because there's no test without a testimony. And it's, it's so beautiful to just finally get to a place to where you can look back and be like, I got through that. I did this. I, I made it. Um, It's never going to get easy. Um, Being a Christian, being a follower, being a believer of Jesus Christ he never promised that it was going to be easy. He never promised that it was going to be peaches and cream when you decide to dedicate your life to him. And that's not it at all. But when you have a true and foundation and a relationship with Jesus Christ, you understand that joy is everlasting and happiness is temporary. And so a lot of the time, because for me personally, thank you, Holy Spirit. I relied so much on happiness. If you go back to something I said in the beginning, I said to God, I said, I don't, nothing is making me happy. The friendships, the relationships, the the things of this world, it's not making me happy. And that's exactly what it is. Happiness is temporary and joy is everlasting. Joy is eternal and nothing and no one can take joy and steal that from you um, because it's a gift from God. And it's exactly what scripture says. Nothing and no one can separate you from the love of God. And that's exactly what it is. Um, So when you get an authentic and transparent relationship with Jesus Christ, even though you are going to go through the fires and the trials and tribulations, you still have access and opportunity. He offers you peace and joy in the midst of it. Um, And so depression, anxiety, mental health, you may have it, but it's, it doesn't have you. And that's one of the things I had to personally start reflecting on and saying over myself, I may dep- I may be depressed, but depression doesn't have me. And I know that God, the God that we serve is a God that moves mountains and he's not limited and he can shift the whole world, with a snap of his finger. And I know that that's the one that I'm serving. And so I know that I'm going to be okay, because I know where my strengths come from. And I'm so glad that I didn't give up. I'm so glad that God continued to have patience with me and still to this day have has patience for me, because this journey is a rocky one. But um, I made it out on the other side. And I went from being so angry with God and, and hating him and disliking him to now being a devoted follower of Christ. And it has definitely, you can, you can see that y'all, if I show y'all that transformation, that transformation is real. Okay. Um, Luke fifteen four through five reads, if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it on his shoulders. He leaves the 99 for that one, and you are that one. And that may sound cringy, that may sound cliche, but I promise you that you you are that one. Some of you may... Think that you are so lost and that there is no forgiving, that you're too far gone. You're too deep. But I promise you, you were already found before you were lost. You were already found before you were lost. God collected every tear. He molded you in, his mother, in your mother's womb. He knew your name before anybody else could even utter your name, the sound of your name. He knew you and you were found. You were chosen um, before before you even knew it. And so he leaves the 99 for one. And I promise you, it doesn't matter how far you go or the the sins that you've committed or the past that you have or the addiction that you have or the, the, the generational curses in your family that is going on. God is so good and he is so he is so strategic in his plan and he will leave every time to go find you. Um. But a lot of the times, even when he leaves to go find us, we won't even pick up the phone or, um, we'll, we'll continue to just shut the door on his face. But God is like still there every single day. Like, I just want you to love me. I love you. Like, come to me, cling to me. Um, I want you to have a deep desire relationship with me. Um, And so when I was numb to emotion and wanted to end it all, God showed up in so many different ways, whether it was through a quick vision or even someone reaching out to me, like randomly saying, it's going to be okay. Um, Psalms 56, three reads, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Second Corinthians 12 reads, for the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships persecutions, calamities, for when I am weak, then I am strong. John 15, 11 reads, these things I have spoken to you, that my joy may may be in you, and that your joy may be full. I don't know who this message is directly for, or even if you're experiencing this, or if you know someone, but I just want you to encourage, I just want to encourage you, don't give up. Um, let your life be a ministry um, for the people that you know that is in your circle that's dealing with it. Let your life be a ministry. Let your light shine in these people's lives. Um, and there is always another answer and a way out, and that is Jesus. Suicide is not the answer, and don't allow the enemy to trick you in believing. Trick you into believing that that suicide is your way out. Suicide is the one that's going to stop the pain. Suicide is. It's it's none of that. And so don't even allow the enemy to even put that in your mind to trick you to believe that that is the way out. It's not a quick fix. It's not it's not a way to end the pain because this flesh is just a back of bones. Our soul like lives on. And so you may think that you've in the pain, but you didn't. And if any of you are dealing with suicide, please contact suicide help or a number, call them or call someone that's in your family or uh, a friend that you know that you can rely on and just go to them and ask for prayer, um, ask for help, ask them to just come by um, because it's not a way out. And I'm so glad that like I didn't even do that or I didn't even try. That wasn't my resort um, because I'm I'm I live to this day and I've accomplished so much and I've I've done so much and I've seen so much and just ask God to just reveal himself to you and that he's here for you and that he's a shoulder to cry on and I promise you that he will because he showed up in so many ways for me and I'm just so grateful that I get to serve such a a living God a good God to know that like he's here for me and he has he's a shoulder to, to cry on and he's never changing. He's never leaving. He's staying the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and for the future. Um, but yeah, so that is, um, what I wanted to share with you guys. I'm so thankful that you guys stayed, um, and listened. And if this helped you, I'm so happy. Um, and if you need someone to reach out to, please, my DMS are open. Um, I also have my website as well linked where you can put in prayer requests and I will receive it to my email and I'm able to respond back to you. And if you need someone to pray over you or just you need someone to vent to, please don't hesitate to go on my social media or my my website and put that prayer request in so that I can then try to help you or just pray for you. Plant that seed into you. Um, But yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Way in the Light, tuning into The Way in the Light. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, I hope y'all have a, an amazing and blessed day. It's your girl, Kalia Mani. Bye.